Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, this week's show is sponsored for a refuah for a refuah Avram Yitzchak ben Gitl, and for Chaim Yosef Svi ben Sora Miriam. Okay, so I'm ready to start here recording the story. Uh, what do you mean recording? We're here in the studio now. Oh, yes, right. <laughs> you know, I get mixed up, you know, because I record story for Wonder Words and I also do story for Jamie Radio. Okay, so we finished with our introduction. Are you ready, Rabbi Herbs? Are you ready to tell a Geschmacka story? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I came prepared with a Gavaldic, a Gavaldic story. Ah, uh, but just a minute, please, uh, Rabbi Harris, maybe you can hold that story for another week? Uh, why? What are you, why, why are you asking me? Ah, uh, well, look what I got over here. Look at this email. It's from... Uh, well, if you cover it up with your hands, how can I see who it's from? Uh, it's Mendy Z. Oh, good friend Mendy Z. He hasn't sent us a story in a long time. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, 
well, you know, but we're on the radio right now. So uh, I don't think I could tell the story if I didn't uh, have a chance to look it over. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe, Rabbi Epstein, know the story. <laughs> well, uh, but I like to check out the facts. Well, well, give a look, please. See, okay? Here it is. Read the email. Uh, okay, from NDZ. Yeah, uh, let me see. Oh! <laughs> it's very interesting that he mentions this story. He said he heard it this week, even. He heard it uh, in Yiddish, he says. Okay, very nice. And he wants me to tell it over the way I tell it over. But you know, Mendy, if you're out there listening, you gotta get this to me before the show goes on, not during. Uh, but you know what? Mendy Z, listen to me carefully. You are very lucky. We don't like to use the word lucky, but you have a gavaldica mazel. Because it just so happens I know the story that you want me to say. And it's a gavaldica story. And you know what else? I, I, I told it a few years ago in Crown Heights. You know that? Very interesting. Okay, so uh, if there's anybody out there from Crown Heights that heard me, well, number one is I didn't say the story in a few years. So uh, I probably won't tell it the same way twice. And, uh, okay, you know what? I'll put my story that I had in mind aside. I'll put this one aside here. Okay, and okay. Uh, okay, so I'm going to tell the story, and uh, if there's a name I don't remember, so that, that'll be it. Okay, so here we go. This story took place quite a long time ago. Uh, how many years ago? Well, it took place uh, in the 1100s. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took place in the 1100s. Yes, indeed. Now, the reason why I'm going to tell this story is because it has a great, great lesson in it that everybody could learn from, whether you're a little kid or an older adult. But I just want you to know that the story I'm going to tell you has two different versions of it. Probably the second version, which I'm going to tell you, might not be even 100% true. Uh, but I've seen it around. It could be it was written to add a little excitement and adventure into the life, you know, of the... Of the character that I'm going to be talking about. Oh, I didn't want to say his name. I don't want to give it away if I don't have to yet. Okay, so anyways, you might be able to figure out as I'm telling the story. Well, you got me confused. And that means if you got me confused, you got everybody else confused. That's great. That means I have everybody's interest. I just want you to know that there's a totally different version than the version I'm going to tell you. But since this was a request, and I've seen this story around, and I did have a request to tell it a few years ago in Crown Heights, and this is more or less the story that I told there. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, a few changes here and there. I guess I'll point out towards the end the major, major difference. Or, uh, during the story, it depends how I feel. <laughs> depends how you feel. Well, you know me, the way I tell the story, the way you feel. Right, okay, go ahead. I won't interrupt if it's going to tell us it's like a schmack story. <laughs> this, I gotta see. Me too, I gotta see it also. Uh, okay, so here I begin. Go ahead. Y'all see you doing it again. Okay, fine. Fantastic. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. It's a very interesting story. Okay, it was in the 1100s. Yep, 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 yep. It was in the 1100s. 
and I don't know exact year, uh, but uh, uh, there was this Bocha by the name of Maimon. And this person, Maimon, this Bocha, was a Geschmacke Yingler. And he had whom to have for a mentor. His father, Rabbi Yosef, was a very, very big tzaddik. Yes, yes. Very, very big tzaddik. A big tzaddik he was. Anyways, what happened was, now, um, you know, well, basically, uh, he was like a schmucky ingler. And as he was growing up, he was so smart, it was very obvious. You know, Shem King, this Bucha Maimon, can I know a Hotchacha cop? He has a head on your shoulder. Whoop! Wow, what a genius! He's so smart. I'm telling you, I never in my Gansalaman saw somebody so smart. Schemaldic is fantastic. Oh, yeah, great. You know that? I'm telling you. Oh, yup, 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 yup. I know, I know, I know, I know. And sure enough, as the years would go on, people would realize, you know, Shem King, you know, this poison, uh, my man is old enough uh, to get married, no? Oh, yeah, I think he's about uh, 18, something like that. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 I think so too. And maybe we should approach uh, the father. And we're going to approach the father, we have to have a good shidduch. Well, that's a good idea. Remember, he's a big masman, a gavaldikatama chacham, you know. Uh, he's probably not going to want to work in a regular working condition, he's probably going to want to learn. So what's wrong with that? Well, that means, uh, you know, the... Machutin uh, will have to support him or something. That's not a bad idea. I mean, if he wants to have a zechus in the Torah like Yosoch HaZemulin, so what's wrong with that? That's an excellent question. I haven't got an answer for you. But you're right, it's a very excellent question. Okay, so uh, uh, what do we do? And so what happened was is they waited as time was going on Eventually, Borach Hashem, there was Shaduchim Red, and somebody would come over to, to Rabbi Yosef and say, uh, Rabbi Yosef, I listen here. Rabbi Yosef, I just want you to understand that I have here a very nice shidduch for you. It really is a very nice shidduch. Uh, well, not for you. I mean, you're married. I mean, and what I mean is, your bacha, your son. Uh, your uh, 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 only son, right? You only have this one son? Uh, yes, I only have this one son. And what about it? Uh, well, well uh, anyways, um, this son, Maimon, is Mamashik of Waldi and I have a Zelachan Zelachashidach for you, you know what I mean? This person, this girl, is a beautiful meters, fantastic meters, the best of the best. And then after the best of the best is Oiske Kleibman, after you choose out the best of the best, She's even better than the best of the best, because she's the best from the best of the best of the best. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I follow. I have a Gemara cup, Baruch Hashem. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Okay, um, let me research it, and we'll see. And so, of course, Rabbi Yasef went, and he researched it. And he comes over to his son, Maimon, and he says, uh, Maimon! Let's see, I want to sit down and talk to you. Uh, yes, Father. Uh, what is it? Uh, what would you like to discuss? 
Well, my men, you're getting older. You're past 18. It's time for you to get married. And so, I just want you to be aware that people are starting to read Shaduchim, and I'm not going to take any one of them. So, uh, here is on this here. I wrote it down for you. See, over here, I wrote it down on this piece of parchment over here. And you can check it out and look at it and, and think about it. And tomorrow morning, please let me know, because uh, this person can support you for as long as you want to learn. I think this is great. The Midas Davis, I already checked it out. She's uh, exactly what the Shatkin said. I hear Tati. Okay, let me think about this. And sure enough, that night, the Heiligerambam said, Whoops, did you say story Rambam? Oh boy, you're telling about the birth of the Rambam. Uh, okay, did I slip? <laughs> did you slip? Not on a banana peel. Wow, so you're telling about the birth of the Rambam, how he came about? Uh, a little more than that. Uh, because just hearing how he was born, uh, it's not such an exciting... Well, it is, you know, to a certain extent, but uh, it's much more than that. But while we're talking at it, okay, so I might as well tell you now. The story that I'm telling you, I saw it in a few places here and there. As a matter of fact, when I told in Quran Heights, uh, the people that asked me to tell the story... They gave me a copy of the version of the story they want me to look over, and, you know, whatever it is. But in the meantime, I just want you to know, there are plenty of versions that just show that this story I'm about to tell really did not take place. It tells it in a different way. And that's why I also did not mention the particular town where Maimon was at this time. Because it could be he was in Spain already, it could be he was uh, in Egypt already. There's a lot of different versions of this, but that's not the part that's important at the moment. What is important is, I'm telling this story because what a lesson it has. Okay, okay, I want you to be able to finish the story, so go ahead and continue. Oh, yes, great idea. I should continue. All right, so let me tell you what happened. So the Rambam... Uh, actually, <laughs> Maimon, that is, not the Rambam. Uh, Ma uh, Rambam's father, Maimon, he went to sleep. And the next morning when he woke up, he washed his negavash, he did all the routines, he daven, he was ready to go to learn and everything. And Mamish, everything was Kamosh Kosov. Mamish, just the way it's supposed to be. So when I say that everything was like it's supposed to be, that means he... Went to Darwin, he ate his breakfast, and he went to the, to the base of Madras, he went to learn. He did all of these things. And his father was wondering, I don't understand. He hasn't told me about the decision yet. And so he waited until supper time when he came home for supper. And the father asked, uh, Tell me, my man, my dear wonderful son, you know I want the best for you. You are my only son. And I wish that everything should be well. So tell me, have you thought about the Shidduch? Uh, yes, Father, I thought about the Shidduch. Yes, indeed. I definitely did. I thought about the Shidduch, and I'm sorry, Tati, it's not for me. What? It's not for you? What's the reason? I mean, I looked into it. I know, and I can't explain. It's just not for me. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. Okay. No problem. And so, 
a little bit while after that was turned down, people said, what the hell does that ask? Did you ever hear such a thing like this? I mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Was did you, did you, did you see, you heard about this? Yeah, the, the person was very well to do, and the girl was mamish about me this time. Is, uh, I'm telling you, I don't understand it. I don't understand why, why, why he didn't uh, uh, take the shidduch. I don't understand. I hope he's not afraid to get married. No, I don't think so. Uh, he was asking to hear shidduchim, so I mean, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, whatever. And so, eventually, they went over... And that is, people went over, I should say, not they. Well, they is the people. Well, anyway, I know what you mean, Rabbi. Go ahead, it's going to schmack. Uh, yeah, really? Okay. I'm just using my memory, trying to remember the story. The more I'm remembering it. Okay, so anyway, so what happened was, if I remember correctly, more and more Shaduchim were read. And, uh, uh, you know, his father would say, Now listen to me, my men, now this is a Shaduch. If I was younger and I was still single, I wouldn't even consider such a shidduch like that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Ah, come on. <laughs> You'll be able to sit and learn for the rest of your life. I'm telling you. I hear what you're saying, Father. Let me sleep on it. And sure enough, he would go to sleep that night. And of course, next morning, he didn't say nothing to his father. And his father said, Hmm, I don't like the smell of this. Every time he doesn't give me an answer in the morning... I know he's pushing it off. And sure enough, what happened was this, that evening by supper. Well, Maimon, what will it be? Are you going to uh, take the Shidduch or not? Well, Father, um, I'm very, very sorry, but... Um, 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 yes, I'm listening. Well, you see... Um, oh, boy. How should I say it? Uh, I'm... Um, I don't want to, you know, I, I appreciate all the efforts that you're doing, and it's really Gavaldic. I, I really mean it, you know. Um, yeah, you know, but, but, yeah, 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 yeah. I just got to tell you, it's just not for me. Huh? It's not for you? I don't understand. So many people are reading shit from all across the Europe, even. And all over from Morocco and whatever, you know what I mean? What's going on here? Come on. What's wrong? Are you afraid to get married? Oh, no, no, no. Chas Sholem. Chas Sholem is just not the right one. <laughs> all right. I'm going to trust you. I don't know what it is you see. Well, I, I, I don't want to speak Chas Sholem, Lashon Har, or anything like that. I mean, Baruch Hashem, they're all beautiful girls. They're all beautiful midos and everything. They got everything that, that any normal person would say, wow, that's a shit for me. But I, I, I just can't explain it, Father. Uh, this one is not for me. Wow. And years would go on. And Shaduchim after Shaduchim. And Himaimen was starting to get a bit older. And uh, he was kind of a little bit uh, getting on his years. And so was his father. And one day his father said, All right. All right, my men. I am your father. And I am commanding you uh, according to the mitzvah of, uh, you know, Kibbut of Aim. That's a mitzvah that I said. You have that mitzvah, Kibbut of Aim, and as a Kibbut to me, your father, I am demanding you tell me the reason why you don't want any of the Shaduchim that were read to you. What's going on? I demand you tell me. Oh, oh, all right, Father. 
If you're demanding, I tell you, then I have no choice. Because the Mr. Kibbutz Aim is the number one thing. Okay. I'm going to tell you, but please, Father, don't be angry with me. Now, why would I want to be angry with you? Just tell it to me. <laughs> All these years, Shaduchim will rend you. Think of all like a Shaduchim. Some of these people got married to other people and their mamas are living happily ever after. At least that's what I see. Now, tell me, what is it? All right, Father. Are you ready for this? You want to sit down? <laughs> okay, I'll sit down. Okay, now tell me. All right, Father. Let me tell you what it is. It's very simple. Every night, after you tell me about the Shidduch, I lie down, uh, thinking about it, and then I fall asleep. And for all these years that I turned down all the Shidduchim, there is someone that comes to me in a dream, and I bet you it's a Malach, Mina Shemayim. And this Malach comes from, to, for, for, you know, from Shemayim, and says to me, Maimin, Maimin, this Shidduch is not for you. Do not take this Shidduch. Do not accept it. And I would say in my dream, uh, 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 well, who am I supposed to be married to? The girl that you are to marry is the daughter of a butcher in Cordova. The daughter from, from a butcher in Cordova? Wow. And so, Father, I, I, I've been quiet since then because, you know, you're going to say, okay, the dream once in a while, okay, maybe like this. But every time a shidduch is read to me, the same one comes and he tells me the same thing. That my basherta is a butcher's daughter from Cordoba. Okay? Coming from Cordoba. And Cordoba is in Spain. So, um, what should I tell you? Nobody came here and read me a shidduch yet with a daughter that is the daughter of a butcher from Cordoba. I hear. You know what? And there's only one thing left to do. Come, let us start packing our bags and we will go to Cordoba and find out if there's anything to your dream. First, we'll go to Cordoba and see if there is a butcher. And then when we find that there's a butcher, we're going to see if he has a daughter that's not married yet. Okay? So, come, let us go. And so, sure enough, they packed their bags and they mummish. They were on their way. Uh, of course, we know, Rabbi Ash, you don't have to tell me it was in the, uh, uh, in, in the, what, whatchamacallit, hundreds? It was in the 1100s. Right. So, therefore, if it was in the 1100s, they had no jet planes, they had no airplanes, nothing. So, they probably went uh, by foot, by camel, whatever it is, right? That's right. So, after a while, they managed miraculously and safely to arrive in Cordova, Spain. Yay! And then? Oh, well, when he got to Cordova, Spain... So what ended up happening was as follows. Yeah. Okay, so what happened was like this. Got to Cordova, and they found a place where to stay. They made themselves comfortable a bit, and once they were settled in, they started to walk through the streets. 
Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, do you know if there's a butcher in Cordova? Ah, place. You don't need to see the butcher. You have to buy flesh. If you have to buy flesh, listen to me carefully. You go to the butcher and try not to get into conversations with him. Okay? Just buy the meat and then leave. That's it. Why? I mean, Hasashalom, I don't want to hear Lushan Hora. I mean, is there a problem with him? Uh, no, no, I, I'm not allowed to say anything. You go and you'll see for yourself. All right. Uh, where can I find this butcher? Oh, this butcher? Okay. See, you go down that way. No, 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 not there. There, right, that's right. Then at the end of that block over there, you make a left turn. Then you follow the air until the dead end. Then you make a right turn, and then you can't miss the butcher shop, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It smells like a butcher shop, you know what I mean? What do you mean it smells like a butcher shop? In those days, you see, they didn't have any refrigerators yet. Oh, wow. So what did they do with the meat? Well, they had a shecht and used them as quickly as possible. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, go ahead, continue. So, as they, as the two of them are walking down the street to meet somebody, Unschuldigmeer, excuse me, do you happen to know who the butcher is here? The butcher? I is mir. Listen to me. If you don't have to buy meat, you're better off not seeing him, okay? And when you go to see him, I wait. Halchechan. Okay? Don't let him, uh, read you a crunk, you know what I mean? Read me a crunk? Oh, uh, he talks crazy? Well, I didn't say nothing. I show them, I don't want to talk about another. All right, very nice. Okay. Well, let me see now. Ah, we're getting closer. I went down this way, and went this way. Yes, Father, we're getting much closer, I guess, and, uh, wow. Uh, you still want to ask anybody else about him? Uh -huh. Let me see. Ah, looks like an Erlachayin. Anschuldigmeer. Uh, Rabin, could you please tell me uh, about the butcher? Want to know about the butcher? Tell me what this Nogaya for, and then I'll tell you if I could tell you about the butcher. Alright, fine. Okay. It's Nogaya to a Shidduch. Oh, well, well, the butcher married off pretty much all his children, but uh, there might be one that might be hiding somewhere, I'm not sure. But um, if it's Nogaya, just want you to know, if you do like his kids for the Shidduch, try to stay away from the butcher. Ah, 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 ah. I don't get it. Excuse me. Every time my father asks somebody about it, they all try to avoid what they're saying. Are you talking any Lashonara? Well, it's Nogaya to a Shidduch, so you have to ask your pretty solid questions. Uh, is this guy kind of a Ben Toira? A uh, Ben Toira? Well, he must know something, but uh, to be a Lamdim, I'm, I'm afraid not. If that's Nogaya to whether you're going to make the Shidduch, no, he's not a Lamdim. Uh, but but he makes a living. Yes, he makes a living. Uh, I see. And um, um, 
His kashrus is reliable? That's the strangest thing. Out of all the things he has, his kashrus is very, very reliable. Okay, so that's that's good. And and uh, what about his midas? I mean, uh, 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 like, would I feel comfortable walking with him down the street and say, ah, this is my father-in-law? <laughs> well, you'd have to get into a conversation with him and see if that's what you're looking for. Wow. Uh, you know something? My, uh, my man, I'm getting a funny feeling that maybe we came here for nothing. Because, I don't know, there's butcher, rice, whatever. No, 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 no. Tati, we're not going to fall into that trap of Lushanara. No, no, no. We're not going to fall into that trap. No way, no how. I just want you to know, Tati, that we're going to see him. And if that Malach came to me in a dream and kept telling me and telling me that my Beshertor uh, is here in Cordova and she's the daughter of a butcher, then it's here, okay? And she must be something special, even if this father is like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what he is, you know? I am, I am, I am. Okay, all right, let's go. Ah, here is the butcher shop. Let us go in. Okay, let's go in. (laughs) Wow, it sure smells like a butcher shop. Yes, you are a little bit on the heavy side, but uh, I would not uh, make fun of you because of that. I don't worry about it. Everything is fine. Okay, now just tell me. What kind of meat you want? You want me to have a chicken? I'll have the shake of the chicken. Uh, you want some cow's meat? You want some beef or something like that? Not a problem, okay? Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, pardon me, because uh, you have this available, you know? Uh, uh, you have some this available, yeah? Uh, I definitely do. Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I have this uh, meat uh, available because uh, a customer before you, okay? Okay? Uh, so what, what, what can I do for you, huh? Well, it's very interesting. We did not come here to buy meat. <laughs> you didn't come here to buy meat. So what are you doing in butcher shop, huh? You trying to stay here to be be protected from the sun? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a busy guy. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, uh, please leave my store because if you don't leave my store, then then, then people are gonna see you inside and think I'm crowded and nobody's gonna buy. Okay? If you wanna leave, please. Uh, you don't buy meat? Uh, no. Excuse me. Um, really, uh, uh Mr. Butcher. Um. Where we came here, uh, uh, in reference to a shidduch, you know what I mean? A shidduch? Huh, it's a butcher shop. It's not a shopping place. What's the matter with you? Uh, uh well, you are the butcher of Cordova, right? <laughs> yes, 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 I see. Um, uh, okay, so, uh, let me ask you a simple question. Um, you have a daughter, uh, that is not married, right? Huh, <laughs> you're so insurance, 
How would you know that? All my kids are married except I have one stepping daughter. Okay? I, I mean I mean you know you know you know what I mean? I have one stubborn daughter. Every time a shit is red. You know, I'm not such an easy guy saying <laughs> along with, you know what I mean? But I know how to stick my nose out of their business, you know what I mean? So I, I don't mix in. Okay, that's why my other children are, are married. Okay? One of my children is married to the tailor and one of them is married so I don't know what they're... I see, I, I, I never know what they do, because I, I don't mix in, okay? 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 You know what I mean? It's okay? It's okay? You understand? Uh, okay. Now, tell me. Uh, uh, who told you that I have a daughter? Just answer my question. Do you have a daughter? This is my father, Yosef. Yosef? Oh, very nice, very nice. That's a common name. And my name is Maimon. What? What? What did you just say? What? <laughs> what? What did you just say? I said, my name is Maimon. I'm Maimon Ben Rabbi Yosef. What happened, Rabbi Oh, he fainted. He fainted? Uh, pour some water on him. I can. He's uh, living in the 16th, uh, you know, uh, about, uh, race whatever, 1100, so that means it's a little over um, seven, eight hundred years ago, maybe, something like that. Uh, actually, nine, ten, yeah, maybe, you know, you know. Wow, so many years ago. So what's going to happen? Well, let the characters in the story take care of it. Um, 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 oh, see, I see some water over here. Let's pour it in. Huh. Okay, we put some water on you. How are you What do you say your name is? I said uh, my name is uh, Maimon Ben Harav Yosef. And after fainting a few more times and finally coming out of it, regaining his composure, the butcher says, You know something? You're not going to believe this. But every time there's a good shidduch read, you understand? A good shidduch is read to my daughter. My daughter says, no. And she says, no, because she says, she, you know, when I finally pressed her to find out what's going on, she says she has a dream. And her best is a person named, you ready for this? Yes, I am. A Maimon Ben Rav Yosef. Now, what are the chances of me finding a Maimon Ben Rav Yosef, huh? Wow. Okay. And so, sure enough, the shidduch was read. And before you know, there was a lachaya made. And, of course, the chasna was going to be in Cordova. And according to this version of the story, so Maimon lived in Cordova. Okay? And he was in Cordova. And Maimon's wife, which I don't remember the name, I don't even know if the Sefer had it or not, and the father-in-law, just know he was a katzev, the butcher, but I don't remember his name either. So, if somebody wants to email it in, call a company, but otherwise, you know, I don't know. Anyhow, but I'm still telling the story because of a great lesson in it. So, uh, eventually, they were married, and his wife became pregnant. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, when she was giving birth, it was around era Pesach time, near Pesach time. Yeah, it was, you know, and since it was near the era of Pesach season, so 
it was a baby boy. But before we tell you about the baby boy, we just want to tell you that once the baby was born and everybody had, and of course they had nice strong lungs, but unfortunately, in those days it was not uncommon because they didn't have hospitals and doctors and you don't have any of these things, hospitals, doctors, and whatever they have nowadays. So, unfortunately, uh, uh, the uh, Maimon's wife, that is, uh, you know... Are you talking about the Rambam's uh, mother? Yes. So, uh, she was nifted during childbirth. And so, the father was left to bring him up alone. But now, uh, as time was going on, he was read another shidduch. And this time he didn't see no dreams or anything. It seems to be that Moshe was named Moshe because he was born so close to Pesach. So therefore, according to some, I think it was Arab Pesach itself. So, uh, you know, since he was born like that, so therefore uh, they called him Moshe. And, uh, of course, uh, very interesting to note that uh, other Shaduchim were read for the father and he eventually took it. He took it because he didn't have no dreams to say no. Apparently, all this stuff happened so that Moshe could be born. She, you know, you could be born. And apparently, after the mother's mission was over, that was it. Moshe came into the world. Now, Moshe was a very interesting child. According to this version that I'm telling, that Moshe was not the brightest of children. And he became like many people, uh, and I don't have to tell you. I'm not going to mention any names. Ah, uh, he's not going to mention my name, right? Uh, no, no, yes, I would not mention your name. But sometimes children that don't learn well or can't learn well, they still need their attention, so they look for what's called negative attention. And so that's what Maisha did. He kept looking for negative attention. And the stepmother was having a hard time. Now, she had other children, and, of course, these other children turned out to be great Talmidei Chachomim. Uh, but Moshe, Moshe uh, Maimon, that's what he's known as, later on Rambam, Moshe Ben Maimon, Rambam, you know, the acronym, you know, whatever. Anyhow, uh, he became a troublemaker. And she was having a hard time controlling him. And she would say, Oy what are we going to do with him? He makes so much trouble. Listen, He's a Yosem. Still, nonetheless, his mother was nifta. We have to do the best. If this is what Hashem gave, this is what it is. There must be some sort of a purpose. Why Hashem gave us this wonderful, wonderful child. Rabbi Yerms, he's starting to sound like his father. Well, he is getting older. And many of us, as we get older, we start sounding like our own parents. Okay, so anyways, so, uh, you know... And he was like uh, close to 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this part of the story, according to this version, he was about 12 years old. And one, you know, like, uh, he was like, uh, you know, he was not, you know, like, like 12 and a half. He was like, just became 12, something like that. And one night, he was having a funny thought. You know something? I was just thinking to myself. It was very, very interesting. I'm bored. I want to make some funny trouble. Now, the cheder, they hold it in the shul. So I got a good idea. I'm going to take a little seagull. I'm going to take a little goat. <laughs> and I'm going to put it in the Urana Kodesh. Wow, did he know the safe combination, Rabbi Herbs? 
Uh, yeah, see, they didn't have safes in those times. Actually, they did have safes, but not. they didn't put the Sifri Torah in a safe. They didn't have that problem then. Uh, you know, uh, whatever. But anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Uh, okay, so this is great. I got a little tzigala. Took uh, from the back over here. From one of my father's uh, tzigala. Da, 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 da. Okay, nobody sees me going into the base of Andrush. Baruch Hashem, it's open. Let me go, not turn on any lanterns or anything. Okay, let me go to the other cage, move the parakels aside. Oh, let me open up the iron. Okay, here little uh, tzigala, here little goat. <laughs> Don't eat the safe attire. <laughs> and sure enough, he put him inside. And what happened is the next morning, people came and they're coming inside and that day was a day of laning. And then when it came... I'm And of course, they opened the Arnakaitis and out sprung the goat. And it was pretty hungry because it didn't eat all night. And it was jumping all over the place. I'm hungry. And it was jumping all over the place. The Bala Batman had chased it around. It was running to the left, going to the right. Again, I got him. I almost had him. Oh, he just went under me. Okay, he went through my feet. I went. He's going out the window. Get out the door. He's out of the show. Yeah, And everybody was exhausted from chasing him around. They were so exhausted. And in the meantime, Moshe was having a wonderful laugh. <laughs> Boy, was that ever funny! But the Rebbe, the Rebbe from the Cheder didn't think it was funny. The Rebbe went over to him and says, Moshele, give a handy. Come over. Are you the one who put the Shepsele, the little goat, that seagull, in the Urnakoides? <laughs> Wasn't it funny? Everybody had a good laugh out of it. Wasn't it funny? Well, I don't think it's funny. I think the goats could have eaten the Sifre Tyler. What's the matter with you? It's Fedazzi, not the last straw. I will not put you in the Yeshiva anymore. You can't come anymore. Go home. Don't be in the Yeshiva. That's it. And so, according to this version of the story, he was sent out of yeshiva. He was sent out of the yeshiva. And his parents didn't like him. And one night, he overheard. And they thought he was sleeping. Oh, boy. I don't got what to do. I really did it this time. I got myself thrown out of the yeshiva. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What's, what's that I'm overhearing? Uh, better pretend I'm really in a deep sleep. Boy, my man, I can't take this anymore. You're going to have to make a decision. Boy, can I know we have other children? But not Moishala. Boy, your Moishala is taking up life for my koiches. And look at this. All he does is make tzuris. All he does is make trouble. I'm reaching the point where I'm ready to say it's either him or me. What should I tell you? I, I hear what you're saying. Ay, ay, ay. 
you know what? Let's just be mispalel and let's go to sleep on this. And so, sure enough, they went to sleep on it. Whoa! But not Moishala. Moishala was about 12 years old. And Moishala started thinking, I know I for sure can't go to sleep. You know, they're right. You know, I'm not really much of a nachasel for them. Oh, what should I do? I feel so upset and so bad. All I do is causing tsaris. You know what? I don't want to stand in the way between my father and my mother. So I'm going to run away. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run away. But before I do, I'm going to be mispalel to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so, according to one of the versions, he went, that is, little Moishla, who is 12 years old, went to the shul, to the Yerna Kodesh, and he opened it up. This time he didn't put a seagull inside, he didn't put a little shepsel or a goat. This time what he did was, he went over and he said, Oi, Rabbi Please help me. Please let me be a nachazel for my parents. Ah, uh, come on, Rabbi Yerv, you could do better than that. What do you mean? Why, you don't want to make him sound like he's a kid still talking and davening? I could do the part. No, no, no. Okay, you got a point there. I'll do it. Oi. Please help me. Help me to become a better person. I'll go the next time when they don't know me. I'll go I'll go and I'll see where I'm gonna go. Maybe I'll go where my father learned. Maybe I'll go to the city of Gosh. Yes. And then I'll go into the yeshiva and I'll ask to learn over there. Yes. But please remind us open my heart. Open my eyes, open my mind, let Torah enter inside me. And sure enough, he cried with bitter, bitter tears, very, very strongly. Oh, yes, indeed. He cried bitter, bitter tears. And yes, it was not so pleasant. (sighs) I'm telling you. It was not an easy decision for a little Moishla to do. But Moishla left. And remember, he didn't have no horse and wagon. No, 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 no. Just has a little fieselach. But he did take a little bit of food with him. So he had something with the road. And finally, he found his way to Gash. He didn't say who he was or whatever it is. He came inside. And Rabbi Yosef, who is known as the Re Magash, Rabbi Yosef from Gash, he was one of the Bali Toysvets. He went over and he looked at him and he said, Ah, Shalom Aleichem, young man. Ah, not a young man, a little boy chick. What can I do for you? I want to learn Tyra. I really, really do. Please help me learn Tyra, please. But where was your parents? I don't want to discuss that right now. Can we just um, learn Tyra, please? can't refuse such a request like that. Well, okay. And so the Rimagash decided that he was going to see to it that he learns Torah. And a miracle happened. 
the Tvilas of Moishala Wataka Ansid. Moishala's Tvilas were answered. Can you imagine? They Mamesh were answered. And as a result of the fact that his Tvilas were answered, oh, it's amazing. The fact that his Tvilas were answered, wow! What a miracle indeed it was. So, Listen carefully. That's why I named the story in case I didn't say the name before. Did I say the name before? I don't think so. All right. Well, the name of the story is, just in case I didn't say it, that is, it's called, are you ready? Oh, no, not another you ready story. No, 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 no. It's called Willpower and Prayer. So little Moishele's voice was speaking strongly. He was crying out, like I said. And, of course, his willpower to want to apply himself to actually learn was just simply amazing. And suddenly, sure enough, he began to learn Torah. The Torah went into his head and he became a very big masmid. And when the Re, the Rimagosh, Rabbi Yosef from Gosh, uh, which is also known as Rabbi Yosef Alevi, because, anyways, when he went over, and he went over and he saw that this boy, this Moishla, was learning when the year was up and he was 13 bar mitzvah, he made a bar mitzvah for him over there. And of course, since he felt that the boy wasn't saying anything, the Rimagosh felt, maybe he has a reason why he doesn't want me to know. But this is a Interessant in the Shuma. Very interesting, the Shuma. He learned so well. It's just simply amazing. I, I, I am flabbergasted. The way he learns. He's only 12 years old. Wow, but now he's going to be my mitzvah. So, I will raise the money to get him a pirat filling. And sure enough, that's what he did. He raised the money and got him a pirat filling. And Rimagosh decided that until this Bocha is ready to speak about where his parents are, what happened, where he had been, the Rimagosh decided that he's not going to say anything until he's ready. So one year passed by, two years passed by, three years passed by, four years passed by, five years passed by. Do you know the story? I know, but I just get the flow of the, uh, the you know, the, 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 you know. Okay. Anyways, when he was 18 years old, the Rimagosh decided to talk to him. And he said to him, You know something, Moishele, do you realize that you are like my Chavrusa now? I learn with you. I ask you tough questions. You help me solve them. You are brilliant. Now, you are 18 years old. It's the time now for you to look for a shidduch to get married. So tell me, let me ask you a question. Are you ready to go home? Because, you know, it is time to make a chasana. You have to look for a shidduch. So what do you say? Huh? What do you say? Well, uh, I hear what you're saying, but, uh, but Rebbe, I'm, uh, uh, 
Your parents deserve that, don't you? Don't they? Who is your father? Um, my father is, um... Go ahead, don't be shy. You can tell me. All these years I, I didn't ask you. Don't you think that I, as your Rebbe Rosh Hashiva, deserve to hear the truth? Who is your father? Who are, who is your father? Well, my father, to tell you the truth, my father is Rabbi Maimon of Kadova. Rabbi Maimon? He was a few years ago appointed the Dayan of Kadova. Wow, that's your father. So why you not tell me this before? Well, you see, Rabbi, my life wasn't always like this. My life was kind of different. You see, I have to tell you that, uh, you know, when I was born and, uh, and my mother was Nifta when I was born, and then my father eventually married again. But, you know, I didn't have flesh. I was a Vilda. I, I was very wild. And, and what happened was is that eventually what happened is, um, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's hard for me to, to say, but, but basically, um, well, I, I wasn't able to learn. Things didn't go into my head. And the only thing I did was make trouble. Trouble? Come on, it can't be all that bad. Well, the kind of the straw that broke the goat's back. You mean the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, I used the goat. What do you mean? I put an, uh, uh, an, uh, a goat into the Arnakaidish. You what? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of um, got thrown out of the cheder. Nobody wanted me. And then my parents were very upset. And, and my mother, uh, you know, my stepmother, you know, uh, she told my father that if he doesn't do something about it, I mean, she's going to leave him. And I, and I didn't want that. So, so I left. But before I left, I went to the shul. I opened up the Arnakaidish. Don't tell me. You put a goat inside? No, 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 no. I didn't put a goat inside. I, I dove into Hashem with all my heart and soul. I really did. I dove in so hard, you can't even begin to imagine. I dove in so, so hard. And I begged Hashem to open up my heart that she'd be able to learn Torah and start to become a better person. And then, Baruch Hashem, you had Rachmanus on me when I came here. And why did you pick this place? Because I was your father's rabbi for a while? Yes, kind of. I see. Very well. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a Kesav Semicha for you. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Let me write a Kesav Semicha here. In my official uh, headings and everything. Okay. I hereby give you a Grosse Semicha. Yore, yore. Yes. You are now a roof. Yes. You deserve it. So uh, you'll be able to make a git shidduch, mi'etz Hashem. Okay. Zayg is in. I give you my bruches. And so he gave his bruches. And sure enough, he set out back to come to Cordova. And when he arrived in Cordova, he didn't say who he was. You're talking about by now. He had a stickle beard. So it wasn't easy to recognize. And of course, his voice changed because he was a lot older now. Very interesting. Everything changed about him. It was just simply amazing. 
So let me tell you what happened. He didn't say who he was. I know that. I know that. It was really exciting. Go, 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 go. Well, anyways, what happened was is he went over and, uh, you know, he was uh, coming inside and he was looking around and he was in the base of Medrash. And then, you know, it's getting closer for a Shabbos. It was Thursday night, I think. Some say it was on Shabbos itself. Whatever it was. You know, uh, the shamish at the end, after dominating, was looking around and says, I read Dr. Platt, who needs a place over here? Somebody needs a place where to stay for Shabbos? Uh, yes, yes, I, I need a place. All right, uh, and and who are you? Uh, well, I, um, I'm, uh, nobody special, I, I, uh, Hey, come on, you know, I have to put you up in the right place. I don't want to put you in a bad place. Hey, what is that stickle papier sticking out over there? Oh, this, uh, well, uh, can I see that? Oh, thank you very much. Oh, wow, watch. Oh, hey, what? Your name is Moisha? Whoa. You, you what? What? This is the, the Rimagash. The Rimagash. Put this down here. Sign. You are Smith. You are Rob. Oh, no, you don't go to a ball about this person. I'm going to take you to the room that I'm basing over here. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to take you to uh, my Maiman's house. That's where you're going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, let me knock on the door here. Come with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come, come. Hello, Lemme. Yes, what is it? Uh, we have a guest over here. Uh, and, uh... You don't have a place where to put him? Uh, no, we have a place where to put him. By you. <laughs> By me? I don't mind. I mean, you... Already gave the mitzvah to everybody in town that's able to? Well, actually, this person's very chush of a yid. Um, he's got semicha. What? Uh, well, he looks pretty young. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. And uh, from whom? Who does he have semicha from? Uh, he has here a leather semicha from the Rimegosh. Oh, well, I don't have to read it anymore. If he's such a chush of a person, he's welcome. For sure, for sure. He can be my guest. Okay, I just feel for, bad for everybody else that they can't have this Mitzvah uh, for such a, 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 a wonderful guest. Okay, be my guest. And sure enough, when he heard that he was there, I mean, well, let's put it this way, he wanted to take advantage. Now, of course, if he would have looked a little closer, then a Samicha and Soda was given to Moshe Ben Maimon, if he would have seen that, he would have realized it was his son. But he didn't look at that. The reason why he didn't look at that, because he was just decided that person has smicha, and he looked at the signals from the Rimagosh, that he knew. So he, he thought it was a Hoshima guy, and he didn't put two and together. There's so many moishas. It didn't dawn him that it's his own son. So he asked him to speak on Friday night. And he said, uh, I, I'd rather not speak on Friday night. If you want, I'll speak tomorrow. All right, very good. And so he didn't speak at that time. But what he did was, at the, at the Shabbos meal by Friday night, the other sons and son-in-laws that were there, they were speaking and Torah and everything. And of course he answered. And when this person, Rabbi Maimon, started to hear the Torah and the rushes, he was like flabbergasted. He was amazed. And then what happened was is he went over 
And on Shabbos afternoon, I mean, well, I guess probably maybe after Shachris, and they have a soccer after they put away the Sifritari, whatever it was, he gave a drosha that at first everybody could understand. Then the more he darshan, the next thing that happened was only him and his sons were able to understand. Then only Ramayman understood. And then he got so carried away in speaking that nobody understood. They were just standing there with their mouths open, their jaws wide open, and every staring at him. Who is this Groyser Talmud Chocham? And then his father, his son yet, went over to him and says, Please, tell me, Moshe, who is your father? Who is your father? And of course, when he was younger, and people wanted to call him a troublemaker. They didn't want him to be associated with Maimon. So they didn't call him by his father's name like Moshe ben Maimon. They used to say he's Moshe ben the Katsev. Because the Katsev was a, you know, like a, I don't know what you call it, such a guy, a prostitute type of guy. You know, a, a, you know like a, not a, a refined person. So because he acted like that, so they called him the son of the butcher. And so the Rav said, Please, you must tell me who's your father. And so Rambam Moshe ben Maimon said, My father is uh, a Katsev, the butcher. Uh, actually, he was my grandfather. But because the way I acted when I was young, everybody called me Moshe ben Katsev. So here I am, Moshe ben Katsev. What? 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 You're my son, Moshe. What happened? Well, and he told over what happened. And he told how he was mispal and he went to the Rimagash and how he took him in and how he shtied in Torah and how Hashem answered his tefillahs. And yes, he became the famous Rambam. Rab Moshe ben Maimon. Yes, there are a lot of stories about him, but I ran out of time. So that's all the time I have. So I want to wish everybody to have a wonderful Shabbos, wonderful weekend, and see you all next week, Bez Hashem. Okay, so, uh, all right, so now I, 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 the story registered in my head. Wow, you're right, it's a great title. <sighs> Willpower and prayer, you do both. You just can't pray, you have to show some established. Woo, wow, what a story. Uh, oh, right, uh, 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 goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Shabbos. Goodbye. Bye.